On this super special episode, we chat with the Pour Over logo artist and fellow podcaster, Daniel Liu. Tune in as we weigh in about our podcasting experiences and shoot the breeze on coffee and films. Here we go. Hey friends, and welcome to the Pour Over podcast, hosted by myself, Dill, and Joe. This week, we're with Daniel Liu, who designed our wonderful logo and is one of the hosts of The Storyboard Show, a podcast about movies and the story they tell. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so how's it going, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good, man. Nice. Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, Daniel, if you want, you can introduce yourself a little bit to our listeners. They hear your name every <laughs> single week, whether they are aware of it or not. But uh, <laughs> they probably don't know you. So, yeah. Um, okay, I'm a, uh, I'm a UI designer for a living. Uh, I've been doing it for seven years. Um, I'm a dad. I have a, a three-year-old girl, and I'm actually about to have a boy in like two weeks. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> so that's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, I've just been doing design uh, since I graduated from college. And uh, I've been married for as long as I've been out of college. Nice. Hmm. Snap, snaps. Nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, so I guess you two are into coffee a bit, uh, one of the main topics of our show. Um, so what uh, what's your background in coffee like? Okay, I'm ready for this one. Um, I wrote down a bunch of stuff. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, okay. Doing the homework. Yeah, dude. Uh, so I actually started drinking coffee in college, um, mm. mostly because I just liked to sit in Starbucks. Mm. And so I had to buy something. And so I'd buy like the iced coffee and I'd drink like a ton of those because I wanted to sit there for like <laughs> eight hours a day. Um <laughs> And I know Starbucks is not legit. And so I, I gradually um, started drinking the finer things. Um, so now I drink coffee every morning. Mm. Um, I don't know if you want me to get into brew methods and stuff yet, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not very good at it, but I do use an AeroPress almost every morning. Mm. And I recently started hand grinding my beans. And wow. so I had this oh, like shoot. little hand grinder, which yeah. uh, takes freaking forever. <laughs> and uh, it's a lot of work for not a lot of bean juice. Uh, <laughs> and so I always have this. Uh, lately, I've kind of been uh, using uh, cold brew as my backup. Mm. Um, mm. And uh, this is probably TMI, but I had a surgery recently on my esophagus and one of the big no-nos was coffee for a while. Oh, shoot. And so I had to, yeah, I had to start drinking uh, cold brew for like a month because that was the only thing that was like uh, not too acidic for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I've been, uh, my, my wife is nice to me and so she'll buy me <laughs> beans sometimes. <laughs> and uh, when she, when she does, yeah, I know. Right. And, um, I'll, I'll AeroPress that when it's, when it's there, but dude, hand grinding just takes so long. I, I really want to invest in like a burr grinder right now. Mm. Cause 
man, it takes so long. Hey, I, f- I feel your pain, brother. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard. And uh, I have a kid, and um, and so when I wake up, I don't want to wake up my family. Mm. And so I'm like, I like lock myself in the pantry, and I'm just, <laughs> I'm just grinding, hand grinding my beans alone in the darkness at like seven a.m. I can picture that. Yeah, but that's a uh, that's my go to uh, <laughs> that's my go to coffee routine. <laughs> Sit in the darkness, yeah, and grind your coffee. Yeah, dude. And I drink like several cups a day too. Like I'm pretty oh. bad. Oh, okay. Hold on. What's the damage we're talking about here? We're saying like, like you brew several cups and you drink it and just kind of slowly sip on it, or. So usually, what I do is, if I do get to brewing a cup, I'll have that cup and I'll probably pack it up and bring it to work but after i'm done with that then i will also drink another cold brew oh at least least. uh, yeah it's (laughs) pretty bad is it because you need it or what i feel like i need it like it so (laughs) last week actually um i was i was telling my wife i was like man i think i'm getting sick (laughs) And then I realized it was just because I hadn't had coffee that oh day. Oh, my gosh. I think I'm, like, way too oh. dependent on it. The withdrawal. I thought you were yeah. about to say I had too much coffee. Nah, dude. It's, <laughs> it's The addiction is real. <laughs> Wait, going back to the, the hand grinding, I'm just, like, picturing you in the dark, like, in your cupboard, literally grinding that bean. <laughs> 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 and... I was going to say, you know, kids are great because then eventually she can or he can help you grind your coffee. <laughs> it's like, oh, do this it's a little mm. sensory thing for you. <laughs> yeah, my daughter really likes helping me do it, but she's really bad at it. <laughs> like she wow. she's kind of just like taking the path of least resistance. So she'll like start grinding it the wrong direction. Oh, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. then it's like, why did you even attempt to help me? <laughs> It's ruined my day. Oh, man, that's funny. Wow. In a cute way, I guess. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. You, uh, you ever going to introduce your kids to coffee? Um, so, uh, so actually my, my daughter, Elliot, she, uh, like this whole past year, I, I haven't done it like in the last few months, but she actually knows how I use my AeroPress. And so it's really cute. Like she'll stand on like a stool and we're at the, uh, the kitchen Island and she'll like scoop beans out of the bag for me. And then, mm-hmm. uh, we'll, and then she used to help me grind it when I used to use like a, a ninja grinder, you know, and just mm-hmm. like grind it to oblivion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, and she knows that I do it like upside down. Oh, wow. yeah. So uh, she knows what's up. Wow, coffee snob in the making. <laughs> I I applaud your efforts. <laughs> yeah, is there a is there a reason that you use the AeroPress as your kind of go to? Dude, it's just laziness. Um, <laughs> so I used to use a French press um, all the time, like every day. But I I'm just so bad 
with like I, I just have no finesse. I have broken like seven different French presses. Oh, oh. because yeah, they're just really fragile. I don't know. Like I would, it always be when I was like dumping the grounds out, mm-hmm. and then like I would like smash the glass. Oh wow! And it got to the point where I was just like, I have, I just need something more durable and. And an AeroPress is like indestructible. Yeah, it's mm. nice. Yeah, and like the sure French press because you had too much coffee. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like, oh no, I thought all it was the cool. And smash the French press. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like too jacked up on caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> like breaking everything. <laughs> yeah, man, I love the AeroPress though. It's so cool. Yeah, I, uh, I I like the AeroPress too. Um, I took it on a camping trip recently, and it was um, it was fairly easy to use, surprisingly easy to clean, and um, it does come out with a really good cup of coffee. I just feel like with doing the pour over in the morning, it's just a part of my routine, and I'm a lot more. I have the finesse with that as opposed with the AeroPress. It's it's still yeah a, a learning target for me. But yeah, for, uh, uh, Dill, or I call him Dylan. I don't know what to call you, Dylan. Um, did call me whatever. Is is Dill like what your close friends call you? Um, I think it's what the people in college call me. Um, oh, from snap. college, rather, they call me Dill, Dill Pickle, <laughs> Dilly. Um, Shoot. Yeah, I guess I'm not in the inner circle. Nah, nah. So left I, I answer to to all names. No, we pick on him. We just bully him. That's it's not a it's not a um, it's not really an affectionate <laughs> thing as much as it is like a we're trying to put him down kind of thing. So yeah, you're actually doing him a service. <laughs> well, Dylan, mm. Dylan hooked me up. He gave me a uh, what was that that pour over thing he gave me? Oh, I I give you a Kalita wave. Mm. Yeah. Kalita Wave, yes, sir. but I cannot for the life of me figure that out. Like all my coffee from that is like mud. Oh, <laughs> but I think I just I'm just not good at following directions. Is that the same one that I have? Mm-hmm. Is it aluminum? No, it's like glass. Oh, does it have a big hole on the bottom? Yeah, I I think it's the same. I I mean I'm I'm not sure if they have different model numbers, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure it's like. Basically the same, just a different material okay. with the three holes on the bottom. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Okay. I don't know if you got any tips, Joe, since that's kind of what you use most of the time. Yeah, I was about to say something, but I don't want to sound like judgmental now. Um, <laughs> do you, I think the, the most important thing is you have to use their filters. Um, so you have to use their, I forgot what it was called. I think it's just called the wave filter. And then, um, because it's not like a chem, uh, a Chemex or a, um, I'm blanking, Hario, you don't actually have to like make sure there's a divot or anything. I usually just kind of mm-hmm. flatten the top, uh, and don't really apply any pressure on it. And then I just take the kettle and go slow on it, um, kind of bloom it, of course, and then, um, kind of pour into it, um. It's literally the easiest one I've done. So, I, I, like, like oh, I said, shoot. I don't want to sound judgmental. Because <laughs> I, I had a different Dang, one before dude. this, and I was, I was, I was getting yeah. real muddy uh, bruised too. 
but uh, I don't. Maybe the glass one's a lot different from the stainless steel one. Um, but, huh. Well, you invite me on the podcast, <laughs> humiliate me in front of your list, tear me a new one. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the plan all along. No. no. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, so what? What a. What what uh, coffees have you guys been drinking this week? Uh, mm, Dan, Daniel hosting the show here. Yeah, they, yeah. Or oh snap! Or is that no, is that good? Am I overstepping my bounds? Good. No, no, it's, it's good. Like I'm actually it. here to take over your show. <laughs> I need more podcasts under my belt. Oh man! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> little, little did we know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I guess I can go. Uh, this week, I'm, I'm still drinking that Summer Moon coffee. Um, I think I have like one cup left. So after tomorrow, I'll be out and I need to go buy some. Um, I saw on Instagram, uh, Oak Cliff Coffee actually has a special Geisha coffee blend. Um, I don't think I'm worthy of mean? it, but I, I am, I am uh, tempted. I've, although I... I don't know how much it costs. I messaged them on Instagram and they didn't get back to me, probably because it costs a lot. So, oh, you have to like they didn't want to dissuade me. Um, no, it's like a limited uh, roast. I think they do that sometimes. So, like, it's not available online. I think it's only available at their own store, not anywhere else. Oh wow. Um, so it's probably like high twenties. It could be even like wow. thirty. I, I don't know. Since since a blend, it could be a little bit cheaper. But I think last time they had a geisha, I think it was like thirty something. I know it was a blend. Um, yeah, I, the one I saw online was. So I I am interested, but I probably en- won't end up going that way. But yeah, still drinking that summer moon, mm. kind of unfortunately. But yeah. Wait, why is it called geisha? Is yeah. that like Japanese beans or something? Um, Joe Joe's had geisha coffee. <laughs> you know, if you wanna, if you wanna give that little yeah explanation. Um, well, geisha is, I think all geishas are originally from Ethiopia, but um, geisha is like a certain um, coffee tree, certain like um, cultivar, and um, is I think that's the terminology. But anyways, it's it's uh yeah. it's uh usually at a very high altitude. Um, and so the qualities of this bean are like tea-like and more acidic in profile and a lot more fruity and floral. And people say that when they uh-huh. drink it, it tastes like they're drinking like jasmine tea. And, um, you know, they can really taste those like fruity and floral notes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. Hmm. So I think um, last year they had a... Um, winner in like a national best cup competition and the winner was a geisha from panama and when i was in tokyo over the summer i was able to go to one of the coffee shops there that had it and drink it um from a barista who brewed it um just like pour over um or no he did french press um and it it was really good Snap, Dylan, you better get it so I can try some. <laughs> oh, man, I want to. Dude, you got to get it. You got to get it. Pressure's yeah, on. Maybe I will. 
do I do it for the podcast and for for all of you. You know, it's not for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I will contribute uh, a dollar. <laughs> I'll, I'll pour the coffee and then put it in like a mug and send it to you <laughs> in Ohio. Awesome. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say about the blend. Um, that is a little disappointing though because, like with the geisha, especially with it being such a like prized bean for them to blend it. Um, it's like kind of like defeating the purpose. I feel like unless mm. unless they really curated what the blend was, maybe the coffee that they're combining it with has a similar profile, but I could see if they blend it with something a little bit more like nutty or earthy, it would completely eliminate mm-hmm. like the geisha profile. Yeah. I think it's like three different geishas that they oh, blended. Oh, okay. I think wow, I stand corrected. my understanding. Okay. Oh, so I'm, I'm not sure though. So yeah, that is, is very interesting. Um, that's why yeah, I was surprised they blended it. Um, so that's why another reason why I'm interested to try it out. Maybe yeah, for sure. If you if you had a coffee blog, and you wrote an article about it, you could call it Memoirs of a Geisha. <laughs> huh? I think huh? that's that's actually what I called my WordPress post. Oh seriously? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> ah, dang it! <laughs> but there's a shameless plug. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll put that one in the show notes for all you listeners. Oh wait, do you do you currently run a coffee blog now? It's not like a coffee blog. I I post different things about food though. So I've done one oh. post about tea. I've done another post about um, an Ethiopian chicken stew. <laughs> oh, so kind of. I gotta hit that up. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, so for um, the listeners, and I guess maybe for Joe, like Dylan and I live in the same area. Mm -hmm. And so me listening to the show is really surreal because, and really like frustrating because Dylan doesn't tell me any of the stuff (laughs) that he says in the show. Like like last time when he talked about, uh, (laughs) Dylan, when you talked about like that barbecue, place yeah i was like why has he never told me this and okay so this is this is messed up so on the show he was saying that his friend was roasting coffee for him and i know that guy (laughs) (laughs) and like did dylan like never talked to me about it at all i was so mad what's going on dylan come on man out here oh no trying to hide yourself (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm trying to just make sure you keep listening to the podcast and give us the listens, you know, um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna, I like how we like start. always say we don't like to out nobody, but then we end up saying their name in the show anyways, <laughs> at least that's, yeah. that's always my case. Like I, I've outed like, and I won't even say at this point, but I've outed like so many of our friends. <laughs> And then we won't listen yeah, that, to the that's show. How I, that's how I knew who it was. Because <laughs> Dylan was like, oh, yeah, I, I shouldn't say his name. And then when he said his name, I was like, wait, I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so have you been to the barbecue place, though? No, I haven't. Because I'd never heard of it because Dylan never told me about it. 
Okay. He's just eating all this dope I, food all the time. time going, you know? Okay. I just wanted to bring the conversation back there so Dill can take you to that barbecue place. True, true. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's only yeah, open on Tuesdays. Like no, Thursdays and Fridays, though. Man, I got to, like, take off work just to go there. <laughs> yeah, we, we can go. We, we can hit it up. That's why I put it in the podcast so you can hear uh, it. Because uh, I'm very indirect. <laughs> <laughs> Is the most save, effort save, someone could go through to try to tell you something. Right. You put three Asians in a podcast show, and what do you get? You get uh, <laughs> this kind of <laughs> confrontation. Super passive communication. Well, uh, I have been drinking uh, that Ethiopian Banco Gotiti, and uh, it's been really good. Um it's probably my new favorite bean so far. Um, and, um, I, yeah, it's, it's just been really good. Is uh, that a local roaster? It is. Yes. Uh, it's a, well, no, Ooh, man, I catch myself. Uh, no, it's Onyx. It's a roaster out of Arkansas. Oh yeah. Tight. Yeah. Uh, I think I've seen them on like a couple of coffee blogs, but uh, the the store I go to a lot to just buy my coffee carries beans from uh, different places because uh, they don't roast them in beans. So um, the local coffee they do carry is from Cincinnati, and then they bring in different coffee from different places across the United States. So they have they've had you know Onyx. I think they've had. Stumptown also, and they've also had, I think, Intelligentsia, and I also saw, and I also bought um, uh, Counterculture there and Pettibone. So they have oh. a lot of different uh, roasters. Oh, cool. Um, so kind of keeping the show going here, um, like we kind of heard a little earlier, um Daniel is a podcaster, and he podcasts with a group of friends on a show called Storyboard, and they are a movie storytelling film discussion podcast. I listened to a little bit um, of what you guys have, and it's like real official. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, I wanted to fuse that with our coffee kind of theme and introduce uh Daniel, and he's already knows about this, but our coffee compass. And I wanted to see how he would use the compass to review <laughs> movies. So um, we introduced the coffee compass a while ago. And just to kind of recap, it's just a diagram that shows various descriptive words for flavors you might get from a cup of coffee. And so it's a range of preference uh, adjectives to describe kind of your preference of a good cup of coffee or a bad cup of coffee. Um, and I think much like film, our preference on coffee is much like our preference for movies. So for one person who might think a cup of coffee tastes like thick and rich, another person might think it just tastes beefy, and that might be a bad thing. So what I want to try to do here is, like I said, use the coffee compass to describe opinions for movies. So I got a list of different movies here that came out in the last five years. And I want 
your spitball opinion on these films using only the coffee compass. <laughs> <laughs> So, are you, uh, have you have you taken a look at that coffee compass? Uh, no, yeah, that the coffee compass is cool. I don't know how you came up with this list of movies, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's quite a it's quite an eclectic mix, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I I was originally just gonna put like top movies of 2015, 2016, 2017, but I was like, ah, it's not gonna be fun. You're not going to use words like <laughs> vegetal or nutty. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <clears throat> you ready? Yeah. All right. Coffee compass on La La Land. Is this just me? Yeah, just you. All right. La La Land is... Astringent. Ooh, okay. Maybe we could do dill too. I <laughs> know. I'm curious. <laughs> oh. Um, I have not seen La La Land. Um, but I will just say, uh, tasty. Okay. To follow that one up, Moonlight. Oh, that's fruity for sure. <laughs> nice. That's messed up. Um, I actually haven't seen it, but it's on my to-watch list. <laughs> I, I have not seen that one either. Um, so I will just put um, soft. Mm. Yeah, I like <laughs> those words. <laughs> Shoot. Fruity uh, and soft, okay. We'll popcorn it. We'll popcorn this, this, this kind of segment. Okay. <laughs> All right, what about... Um, Inside Out. Mm. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Nuanced. Mm. Yeah, mm. I think it I think it had a lot of... A lot of different flavors there going on. Yeah, mm. I'm going to say... No, I, I I agree. Nuanced. There's a lot of stuff nice. in there. Mm. All right, Daniel. Two, two confirmations, which means it's true. <laughs> About Fifty Shades Darker. Ooh. Salty. That took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, uh, salty. Uh, smooth. smooth. <laughs> Gross. Uh, I want to say I want to say it was plump. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> At least it didn't say sticky. Oh my mm. gosh. Alright, um, for you guys, let's go with let's go with Avengers Infinity War. Mm. Say uh, heavy robust. I, I don't know if that's two different ones, but mm, that's good. It looks like it's one. Yeah. I will say mouth filling. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. Yeah, that, that movie was also a lot. Yeah. In a different way. Just sad. That movie was sad, man. The uh, Lady Bird. Ah, uh, that's also on my to watch list. Do you guys, I, you I know, there's that. like movies where it's like, um, 
like award-winning movies that mm-hmm. are supposed to be good, but I just can't get myself to watch them. Like mm-hmm. I have Moonlight on cue, I have Lady Bird on cue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean those are the kinds of movies that like high commitment, high risk. Like you don't know if like because they're critically acclaimed, but you don't know if you actually vibe with them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But for Lady Bird, since I've seen it, I'm gonna say it was it was transparent. It's a very honest mm. film. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, my wife loved that movie. Uh, Ooh, get out. Ooh. I would say potent. Mm. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, substantial, maybe. Yeah, I love get out. Yeah, I'm looking at that strong over extracted uh, region also. I'm going to say overwhelming. Mm. Uh, let's go with. Uh, we got some Star Wars fans in the building. Let's go with um, Solo. Ugh. <laughs> Ooh. Limp, dude. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. Ooh, shots fired. I haven't seen it, so. Yeah, yeah I'm, I haven't seen it either. And I don't know. Uh, are, are you a big Star Wars fan, Daniel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Star Wars. Oh, okay. Coming from the fan. Solo is, is limp. <laughs> yeah, but I also loved Last Jedi, and that's very controversial. Mm, yes. Okay. In the Star Wars world, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a disagree with you there, or I'm, a, I'm agree with you in that statement and disagree with you that it was not good. Oh uh, snap! That's I, a different podcast, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really liked Rogue One, so that that might kind of let you know where I am. I really liked Rogue One. Uh, I did not like Last Jedi. Interesting, interesting. All right. Um, okay, I just went. Someone else go. How about Crazy Rich Asians? Ooh. Ooh. I have not seen this. Seriously? Yes. Uh, the judgment. It's my turn to be on the hot seat. I haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> You need to turn in your Asian card, dude. You're <laughs> right. a traitor to us all. Yeah. I'll find the one Asian I know in Midwestern Ohio <laughs> and give it to them. <laughs> oh man, yeah, um, for sure. I would say pleasing. Mm. Yeah, it was good. I, I liked it. I would say rich. Hey. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I feel like Daniel would have some thoughts on this one. Uh, Justice League. Oh man. Uh, okay, this is gonna break my heart, but I'm just gonna say watery. Ooh. Ooh. Wait, is that like is that like a foretelling of the next movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that was trying to be uh, clever, but it was super disappointing. Oh, because mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm actually a huge so my fandom is number one is Batman. Oh, 
Yeah, I love Batman. And then number two might be Star Wars, but yeah, one it broke my heart. So that movie sucked. So you you're not a fan of uh, new Batman? Man, this is this is another podcast too. But yeah, it's kind of like uh, I don't hate it, you know. But it's it's also kind of like I don't know if this is my Batman. Mm, not, not my, my Batman, Batman. Not my Batman. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag not my Batman. All right, let's uh, let's ring out a few more. Do y'all like scary movies? Oh no, I hate scary movies, dude. No, yeah, I'll just I'll no. leave this one out. I'll leave it out. <laughs> I'll leave it out. <laughs> um, what about? Have y'all seen Coco? Yeah, my daughter loves that movie. Oh, but y'all haven't seen it. I haven't seen Coco. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I haven't seen that many movies recently. Um, yeah, I, I saw Coco's, I think, on Netflix now, though, so I, I feel like I should watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, it's like the number one movie opening in Mexico in history. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Um... I will I will say fruity though because I think it's very colorful, just like fruit. I, I would agree. I would agree. Based yeah. on my zero knowledge. <laughs> oh man. Mm-hmm. How about a quiet place? Have y'all seen that? Oh. Mm-hmm. I have. Yes. I I have not. Ooh. I I really like that movie. Um. I'm gonna say it was gentle. Oh, huh. Interesting. I would say it was heavy. Mm. Gentle yeah. and heavy. Does that, does well, that go together? <laughs> Man, it's, well, it's crazy because the movie has, like, I mean, it's heavy because of the tension, but. There's some scenes where it's just like, I don't know. Uh, hmm. It is a dynamic movie. I don't know if that's on there. <laughs> <laughs> sure, we'll just throw it on. I think mouth filling is my favorite description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we also had one on there that we were like, how is this like chalky? And uh, we were like, oh. Like, I thought it was the more of the sensation of chalk or or i thought it was more of kind of the the the, the um like kind of the coffee grinds that are ending up in your in your cup and then mm. dill very aptly described it as feeling like a powdery sensation in your mouth that sounds horrible yeah <laughs> yeah Go ahead. i was gonna say thanks for playing yeah oh thanks yeah, it's a, uh, it's, that's a cool chart. Yeah, that's really interesting. I, I am now going to start saying everything is mouth-filling to my coffee snob <laughs> friends. <laughs> that's good. You should uh, throw it in on your podcast and see if your hosts, like, say anything about it. 
Okay. And the next movie, you're just like, man, yeah. that, that movie, super mouth-filling. <laughs> like, are we sure we watch the same movie? <laughs> You'd be like, man, after the podcast, like, damn, you're making me really hungry right now. I don't know why, but I'm going to get some food. Get some barbecue on Thursday. <laughs> yes. Yes. We, we're going to have our next podcast collab while eating barbecue. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool, cool. Um, just, I guess to just kind of, uh, just have a little more conversation with Daniel since he also is a podcaster, um, just like us. Okay. So, um, you might have to edit this, but you guys forgot to ask me my coffee questions, dude. I wrote down my new beans. Oh, and the flavor oh, profile. Yeah, we, we can start. We can start with that. Oh, shoot. and we will see, edit see, these things out. <laughs> see, you're you're learning about the man behind the curtain here, Daniel. And uh, our podcast, we do very little <laughs> editing and going back and forth. <laughs> we usually like, oh, okay, we were able to talk for like forty minutes, fifty minutes, cool. No, uh, dude. Okay. This is for real. Like I've I've been super impressed with y'all's podcast. Like, um, the listeners don't know this, but there's a mouth filling outline. <laughs> <laughs> there's a robust mouth filling outline. It, it's crazy. <laughs> like the level of of script that you guys have and structure is is crazy awesome. Because my on my podcast. It's probably because I'm not producing it, but I just I just walk in, and I just have watched the movie, and that's it. And <laughs> so talk about it. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm super impressed from y'all's podcast. Like I've told Dylan before, but it's uh it's it's pretty pro, guys. You guys have like giveaways and stuff. Hey, nice. Which I'm Which gonna I win. Listeners happy. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Shit, I appreciate. It. <laughs> Um, okay, I'll just answer my coffee questions. Um, yeah, so I've, I, my wife got me, uh, a bag of, um, uh, from Novel Roasters. It's from here in Dallas. Mm, yeah. Um, it's called the Layo Taraga. It's like an Ethiopian bean. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of got like a honey-ish, like apricot flavor to it. And um, mm. I've been drinking that one, and uh, I don't I actually don't love it. Mm. Um, I I do usually like fruitier coffees, like African coffees, but um, this one yeah, kind yeah. of like I don't know what it is. Like it kind of burns a little bit, like in a not pleasant way. Mm. Oh, um, yeah, and. Maybe it's just because I'm a noob and I, I'm terrible at making coffee. But I actually have a, a coworker who is super into coffee. Like he's um he's next level. Like he's he had a coffee like he started like a coffee company at some point. But um he Oh wow he he he, he uh, ro- uh not roasted, he made a cup for me with my beans and I still didn't like it. So I think it's something mm-hmm. about that profile that's a little bit offensive to me. Um, mm. but I drink it anyway cause I need it for life and, uh, <laughs> and for my blood. Um, 
And uh, the last thing is I've been, uh, there's a new coffee shop that opened up close to my office. I don't know if you've been to it, Dylan. Uh, it's called Cream and Sugar. Mm, no. Have you been there? No, no, I haven't. It's like up in like McKinney a little bit. Um, but mm. it's uh, it's opened by a guy who's a friend of my coworker who's really into coffee. And uh, we've been hitting that place up every once in a while. And they carry a bunch okay. of Oak Cliff beans. Nice. Yeah, and their equipment's really, really nice, um, and uh, the guy's pretty skilled. Yeah, but I've been, yeah. I've been hitting up cream and sugar. That place is pretty cool. Uh, okay, what would recommend? Nice. Yeah, because the the cool thing is it's called cream and sugar, and so it's for coffee, but they also have ice cream that's local to Richardson. Oh. Um, it's Ooh. called a uh, sweet firefly ice cream. Oh, that's sweet firefly. Yeah, yeah. It's made in Richardson, but they, they ship it over up to McKinney and they have it there. Wow, wow. Do, do they do uh affogados? Like yeah, espresso dude. on the ice cream? Yeah. Oh. Dill, that's where you gotta go. Yeah. We need All we right, need a next, report. Next mission. Yeah, the affogado is like eight bucks or something, so I've never gotten it, but I have coworkers oh who got it and it was they said it was really good. Wow. But wow. I'm like, I ain't well, paying $8 well, yeah. for a ice cream coffee. <laughs> That's, that is a lot of money. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll have to hit it up sometime. Yep. Sorry, that's my coffee. That's my coffee thing. Yeah, it's not no, as cool as good. I thought it was. No, that's good. I, I would ask you more questions about that Ethiopian yeah. cup, but um, yeah. That sucks, man. Sorry about your bean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's like... I describe it as like it's juicy, you know. Mm. But I don't Almost know. It's, to a fault. Yeah, it's like juicy to a fault. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it's like James and the Giant Peach. Like it's yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. Hmm. Dang. So I think I think I asked Joe this recently, but for you, Daniel, when when you go to a coffee shop, like what what are some of the things that you you look for? Um, I almost always only get the drip, no matter where mm-hmm. I go, kind of as a baseline. Mm-hmm. Um, and other than that, it's, <laughs> so I, I review coffee shops on Google Maps. Oh, nice. and I haven't, yes. I haven't in, a, in like a year or two now, but I, I I used I wrote a scathing review of a of a local place called Pearl Cup. Oh no! Oh, but okay. it's it's not even because the coffee was bad. It was because the seats really hurt my butt, <laughs> and it just made oh, me so mad that a coffee shop That's where hilarious. you're supposed to sit around on is like it like really hurts your ass. So I I gave it like yeah. a scathing review. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a, oh maybe maybe that's their goal <laughs> that you would not sit for so long and that they would get new customers in. Mm. I know, right? If you've ever been to Pearl Cup, it's like made out of concrete. And yeah. if you sit outside, <laughs> it's like park benches. And I, I have like no padding on my oh butt my either. So it's like your pelvis just being ground to a, a chalky dust sitting there. <laughs> can't deal with that you're like saying these things and like my mind is being blown because 
I always regarded them as like a go-to spot for a lot of the UTD kiddos that go out there. But now that I think about it and picture the place, it was it was not the most comfortable place. And also, they're, they didn't really, like, their coffee wasn't really touted as, like, a really great cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, they, they recently, well, really. not recently, because it's been a while since I've been. But they try to get into a little bit more specialty like, last time I went, they had, like, Chemex and, like, pour-over and stuff like that. Um, oh, wow. Whereas I'm pretty sure when I was in college, they did not have those options, so. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to shout out real quick, and uh, I know Dylan's been here, uh, Communion Coffee in Richardson. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that mm. place is really good, and they, <laughs> I think they poached all the coffee talent from around Dallas. Mm-hmm. So I think there were people from Pearl Cup that work there now and people from like um, the Oak Cliff, Oak Lawn area that work there now. But um, they, I think they hosted the AeroPress competition last year or two years ago, which I don't know how that happened because they just opened, but I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Sounds crazy. Yeah, but it's a cool place because they have like, um, they have like a working space. What are those called? Like a co-working, work, yeah, like a co-working uh, space attached to it. That's part of the business, but they've been pretty oh, cool. consistently good, and I bought mm. my good beans from there too. Mm. Mm. Nice. Man, yeah, Dallas just has a lot of great coffee roasters and coffee shops. Yeah, it's probably like the the closest to me because I live like pretty far north, so I don't mm. live close mm. to like the cool stuff, you know. Um, I'm in like the burbs of burbs, but <laughs> yeah, but like that one's only like 15, 20 minutes away from my house. So, and it's like close to where my parents okay. live. Mm. Yeah. Just wait till you move out to the Midwest. Then you'll really know the burbs of burbs. Oh yeah. <laughs> burbs of burbs. Yeah. I, I like King the assumption is that we will all move to the Midwest at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we could just keep talking about coffee, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know, I've uh, been... Um, <laughs> have you guys ever had Ikea's beans? <laughs> no, I've wanted oh. to try them, though. Tell me They're more. They're always just sitting there. They're, um... It's, it's pretty... Uh, let me look at this chart. It's pretty <laughs> astringent. Mm. Um... Okay. But it's like fair trade. Um, I feel like it, it's kind of like maybe because they're older beans or something, but they're, they're very like, mm-hmm. uh, like the profile is like kind of flat, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just a very broad flavor profile. Me. But um, I have been, I had been getting them for the last few years just because like wow. I'm a dad and I go to Ikea all the time. Um. <laughs> And uh, and it gets the job done, but I don't know. Well, we were just yeah. I mean, I was just talking to Dill today about like specialty coffee, and it's nice getting that one bag you really like, or just buying a really expensive bag. But it's not sustainable, and also things like that lose its uh, shine once you keep having it over and over again. So I, th- I think it is important, even if you are a coffee aficionado, 
to have like a a daily drinker, you know. Mm. So I, I don't knock the you know I don't knock the uh, the uh, IKEA coffee because I, I I bought the uh, Trader Joe's has a medium roast blend or medium roast. I think I don't think I don't know if it's a blend or not, but it tastes decent, and uh, I think it's a it's an okay you know daily drinker. Yeah, I think so. Do you guys pretty much stick to like uh, pour overs or just like arrow presses every day? Mm, yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. Okay, yeah, cause I, cause I've been um, if I get good beans, I will, you know, use an arrow press or a French press. But if I have like not great beans, I'll just make cold brew out of it. Hmm. Because I feel like cold mm-hmm. brew kind of covers like a multitude of sins. So it's like your yeah. beans don't have to be like awesome, you know? <laughs> I like that. That's that's yes. that coffee gospel. <laughs> <All right. laughs> nice. How do you make your cold brew? Uh, I just kind of th- throw stuff in the fridge. Like I don't think I make it correctly. But um, it tastes right. Actually, Dylan made a cold brew for me once, and it was awesome. And mine definitely mm. does not taste like that. Okay, mm. Dylan. Yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, it's because I, I, I have a filtron. It's like a cold brew maker thing. Yeah, it's probably that. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know. How did you deliver this coffee to Daniel? I'm curious. <laughs> You brought the whole Filtron over, be like, "Hey, empty this into," a, or did you give, give him like a gallon jug of it, or you know um, those like uh, beer chugging hats. <laughs> <laughs> you just put it in there. Yeah, just put a hat on, and then he just dumped it into my into my <laughs> mouth. Just hooked up a straw to the Filtron bucket and drank that concentrate straight up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I just kind of put it in like a uh, some jar or something and give it to him, I think. Okay, yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why you stopped doing that, dude. I stopped doing the. Uh, it's because uh, it's the Filtron requires these special filters, and mine was kind of like time to change it. But I don't want to spend the money to buy a new one, so that's that's kind of a thing. Um, but I actually bought some, like I think during the summer, and I just never really used it again. So I should probably get on it. I, I don't know. It's just like because a French press to me is actually a lot of work to clean up, yeah. um, and the Filtron is like the French press times a hundred, like because <laughs> it's a giant bucket. With a ton of like coffee grounds, yeah, and I never know what to do with it because I, I I'm told like putting coffee grounds down the sink is not a good thing, so I like try to get as much out as possible. But there's always gonna be a lot of grounds left, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that might dissuade me a little bit. Yeah, exactly. That that's why I've broken so many French presses. It's because I'm trying to mm-hmm. like bang out the the grounds into the trash can. Yeah. Oh. And then that that like super thin bodum glass can't can't take the heat. Oh, so you oh, you bought multiple <laughs> bodums? Dang. No, see that's the thing. So I, just I have my I had bought one. multiple bodums 
and it was too expensive. And so I started buying French presses from Ikea. And so full yeah. circle, that's when I started buying Ikea beans. Ooh. There you go. There you go. Okay. There we go. Yeah. That makes sense. You, yeah. <laughs> when you bought the coffee table to drink the coffee at and the, and the mugs right. and everything. Yeah. It's a full, full ecosystem of coffee from <laughs> right. Ikea. It's a walled yeah. garden coffee of Ikea. Ikea ecosystem. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, does, does the different French press like make a difference? I, I feel like it wouldn't, but maybe I just don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think it does. I think. I think uh, there might be something to to be said about the materials that are different. Like I've seen mm-hmm. stainless steel French presses as opposed to glass ones, and I've heard that stainless steel um, pour overs, stainless steel, whatever is is a better conduct, a uh, better insulator because. I don't know if this is true or not, but they said it draws the heat in as opposed to glass, which draws the heat out. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. And it probably break less easily, too. <laughs> just get a bunch of dents in it. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, you, lo- you know a lot more about coffee than I thought, Daniel. <laughs> we should more just talk about on. coffee. Yeah. No, I mean, the, the thing is, like, I have been drinking coffee for a long time, but I would hardly say that I'm, like, good at making it or that I understand it very well, you know? Because um, mm. I, I think, like, listening to you guys talk about coffee, I, I feel like even just the way you guys uh, approach it, I, I feel like your your personalities come through a little bit where I'm like, uh, like these guys seem a little more detail oriented, a little more linear and mm. patient. Mm-hmm. Like I'm none of those things. And so I, that's why I can never <laughs> make like a consistently good cup of coffee because I, mm. I don't want to measure like the water temperature. I, I don't want to buy new equipment. Um, yeah. but I, I want it in my in my bloodstream i just don't want to be the one <laughs> creating it you know mm-hmm. yeah you sound like someone i can get along with because <laughs> i'm i'm that way too uh, dill dill is more like my better half as far as doing the exact measurements and i mean he has the tools for that too he has the little mm-hmm. scale and then he has a gooseneck kettle which i don't have either but um like i said i think the the Kalita wave can be pretty forgiving so if i'm ever in dallas i you know like maybe i could take a look at that (laughs) 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 i I think maybe just maybe you've had some pretty you've you've had that bad bean so i don't know but um yeah so i'm with you there on like you know not the exact measurements and all that you know good stuff i just try and get it in in the morning and then you know, I mean, get it done in the morning and then get out to go to work and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think maybe we could chat some more um, after the show, but I uh, kind of wanted to put this segment segment in before we run out of time. But every week we talk about, you know, what's making us happy. So... Uh, yeah, let's go around the group and kind of share uh, what's making us happy this week. 
which I don't know if any of us thought of. Um, I sure didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can go first, I guess. Um, pretty on on brand with, I guess, how we what we talked earlier. But <laughs> this week, I, I went to the sushi restaurant. <laughs> um, and I was in the, the what's making me happy portion is is less the food, but more so. I think uh, re reconnecting with old friends. I, I met up with one of my roommates from college and and his girlfriend. And uh, since college, we just haven't seen each other that much, so it's cool just to hang out with them and eat pretty good sushi, in my opinion. Um, good value, which makes it taste that much better. But yes, um, yes most of my what's making me happy is somehow food related, if not completely food related. <laughs> so. Yes, that is for me. Dude, you guys need a, a new like segment of the show that's just about food. <laughs> what did you start eat that pizza this podcast? Oh, yeah. yeah. A spin-off. <laughs> and then we can bring you in as a guest too and ask you about the kolachi crust pizza. Oh mm. snap. Didn't know you guys were gonna bring that up. That's a deep cut. <laughs> did my research, mm. I told you. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, I guess I can go. I just thought of it just now, but um, I've been living downtown, and so I've been able to kind of walk around and skate around. So what's making me happy this week is I've been getting back on my skateboard, and um, I'm not really good or anything. I just kind of cruise around. I, I can't even really do an ollie, but... I can definitely kick and push and get around nooks and crannies. And um, I was able to skate to my local record shop um, and pick up some records. And uh, the record store um, owner, like, once I walked in with the skateboard, he's like, hey, you skateboarder, man. I'm like, uh, no, I don't, I don't really, I wouldn't really call myself a skateboarder, but I skateboard. He's like, oh, okay. It's cool, man. All right. And then so we, I just went and bought some records and then went back home but i was like well that's it's kind of cool got some like street cred but also it was just fun to kind of be riding around downtown and the weather's been really nice too mm. nice um uh, but yeah what, what about you daniel what's uh what's making you happy this week oh okay um i have a few uh i just mm. watched a star is born mm. and mm. uh it was wonderful i i was ready to hate that movie but it was it was incredible um oh. so i highly recommend that one uh I, I actually just recorded the the podcast review for that earlier today uh, okay um wow shout out to my show um uh storyboard yeah. <laughs> Plug. Um and uh I am having a son in like yeah, yeah. two weeks or yeah. or less. So that's pretty awesome. Uh awesome and terrifying at the same time. Yeah. Um I uh and I think the last thing I'll say is going to the movies by myself. Ooh, has nice. been has been great. Um, I'll just go like at some godforsaken hour at night, 
and just kind of wear the wear all my dad clothes. So I'm like wearing like tube socks and flip flops, <laughs> and like my sleeping clothes. And I'm just sitting in a theater by myself. <laughs> it's pretty dope. Quick follow up question: Are you someone who buys snacks at the movies? Oh, you know what? I answered all those questions that you wrote down, by the way. Um, but, no. <laughs> but yes, I I am now that I'm a dad. I didn't before. Mm-hmm. It's because now when when I go to the movies, it's either just purely to review it, so I'm watching it by myself, or mm-hmm. um, it's date night and, and my wife really wants to watch a movie. And so it's like it's more of an event now. Yeah. Well, it's either like it's either like a happy event if it's with my wife and we it's kind of like a treat yourself thing. Or it's mm-hmm. like a like a kind of like I'm by myself and I'm just going to eat this ice cream <laughs> alone in this theater <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yes, I do buy snacks and I buy a lot. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and you know, on a side note, I would uh I would encourage people to buy snacks at theaters because the theaters mm. don't make any money really from a ticket sale. Mm. Like they make all their money from concessions. Mm-hmm. So nice. support PSA your local for... theater by buying food. Nice. Yes, sir, yes, sir. All right, well, uh, maybe we can hash out that stuff in a um, post-credit segment, um, or maybe we can kind of just play around with it and see what we want to do. Um, but I just want to remind our listeners about the third wave uh, water packets that I'm trying to get rid of. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I don't care what y'all do at this point. Um, do one of these things. Subscribe to our podcast. And give us a review on Apple Music. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at pourover underscore show. And um, just email us in. Our email is pouroveroshow at gmail.com. And give us your thoughts and tell us what you think about the show. Give us any kind of corrective feedback. We love to hear from you guys. And um, if you want to be on the guest, if you want to be a guest on the show, if you want to talk about coffee or talk about Westworld, um, let us know. We can try, we can see if we can work something out, um, you know, and, um, yeah. So, and I'll send you a packet of this third wave water. It will be in regular mail. So you will get it probably a long time from now. (laughs) So, um, yeah. Well, thanks for pouring it over with me, uh, Daniel and Dylan. Um, I had a lot of fun and, uh, really, I feel like I got to know you guys a lot better. I got to know uh, Daniel for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It was really fun. I love you guys' show, for real. I just skip over the Westworld part every week because I never watch that show, <laughs> but I love I love the podcast. All right, awesome. Well, uh, thanks, for everyone, for tuning in, and we'll see you. We'll touch base with you all next week. Mm-hmm. Or maybe in two weeks. Yeah. This was the Pour Over Podcast. You can email us at pouroveroshow at gmail.com. Tweet us at pourover underscore show. Our artwork is by our guest today, Daniel Liu. You can find him on Instagram at Here Comes Daniel. 
Music is by Joshua Yin. You can listen to his other tracks on soundcloud.com slash kidmajestic. One word. Thanks for joining us and take care.